We're ready to do this? Yep. All right. Oh, damn it. Nope. Sorry, I always, I always forget that I turn mine down at the end of it, so... Uh, Hello there, this is Phil Rosenthal. You're listening to the Film Thug Show, and I can tell you that the Film Thugs will never have a fridge just for soda. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome Where's to the, the longest-running podcast out of Leander, Texas. He is Clarkson, I am Jim, and we are the Film Thugs. Barbaric! God, I love this theme song so much. I just got to figure out how to time out an intro on it. Hear me! One, two, one, two, three. Here we go. Mm. It's good to be back, everybody. It's good to be back. Uh, okay. So this week, uh, by the way, again, for everyone, that is Bullet. Mm. from the, uh, the, the band is called Bullet. The song is called Hanged Man, and it's from the soundtrack to an old British show called The Hanged Man. Uh, it's awesome shit. And it's good. Yes. This week, we will soon enough be continuing our year of Criterion with number 151, Traffic. Mm-hmm. A surprisingly good movie. Yeah. Like, I, I knew I liked it the first time I saw it, but that was also back in a, oh, yes, this is, this is important. It's a pretty fucking solid film. It's very solid. Yeah. It kind of restates things over and over again. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I guess that's just it, it's trying shit, to make their point. Yeah, it's, it's sort of shit that... I feel doesn't need to be stated because it's so obvious, but there are apparently some, I believe the term is jabronis yes. out there yes. who uh, don't understand this stuff. Jagamos. Uh, yes, and there are some interesting things to discuss here. Um, so this week we are continuing once more here. We'll, we'll go on. We are doing the uh, Save the Cat beat sheet for a movie which I think we might have locked in on the title for. <laughs> it was called Untitled futuristic race car movie, but one where the race cars can fly and also something about love. family and love. Uh, A.K.A. Tomorrow's... Uh, Victory Sunrise, A.K.A. Tomorrow's, Tomorrow's Wheels. Wheels. But now it is called... Race War. Race War. <laughs> it's Which, Race War. What's because so, we, we're introducing the catalyst this week, yeah. so we have to have the, an, uh, the antagonist enter, yeah. along with what happens to our protagonist mm-hmm. in this race yeah. war. Okay, so we did theme stated last week, right? Yes. yes. And our theme was, um, wait, hap- oh, it happens during the setup. The theme was something yeah. about, you know, caution and, uh, okay. Waffles. So, well, where we were, <laughs> we have uh, race cars that can fly. Yep. By the way, with the race wars, that was so distracting during the first Fast and Furious movie because they kept talking about race war, race wars, uh, <laughs> And it's like the ethnically diverse cast on one hand and the bad guys were Asian. So I was like, what the fuck is well, this is movie? Race is. Yeah, this is a race war. Shit. Right. But no, that's just the name of the big street racing convention. Race right. wars. Race wars. So um, what we got here is a guy who's, uh, we start out in a, a flashback. We begin with a flashback of a guy, you know, doing this fancy race car in, that flies Right. Talking to his team, which consists of uh, Dijon, mm-hmm. uh, Chappie, mm-hmm. and uh, what we call him, Little, uh, was it Little Chief? Little Chief. Little Chief, yeah. Little the main Chief. guy was the Big Chief. He's Little Chief. Little Chief. Uh, little Chief was... Uh, Lil. Lil Chief. Like Lil Sebastian. And what I think we should do with Lil Chief is put it in there that he, even as a kid, was some sort of like mechanical whiz. So the reason that we bring in the new character, the female character that we talked about last time is to replace him 
uh, because ever since he started driving, being mm. the driver, they've gone through, you know, they haven't been able to find the engine guy. Right. Uh, to work alongside on that pit crew, as it were. So they keep cycling through, and that's where they end up with the woman. So it starts out with this big race. I think we called it, what, the Pinnacle 5000? Yes, the Pinnacle. Okay, the Pinnacle 5000 is where we begin. It's a crazy, dangerous, intricate thing. Uh, like these a are platform game but with flying cars. Exactly. Yeah, they get. That's where the money's at. This yeah. is where the producers are like, what? Mm-hmm. What's this? A platform game. Yeah, really? That's huge. So you get yeah. video game tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So they race on the ground, but there are parts where they have to fly. Right. They jump off shit and they fly. And in this, we have our main guy, uh, Big Chief, is racing, talking to you know Le, uh, Dijon. Dijon is the spotter on top of the building. He's like, oh no, you need to be careful. He is coming on the inside. You're coming too hot. Oh. And uh, Chappie is Louis Gossett Jr. Played by played by Louis, Louis Gossett Jr. Jr. as Chappie. <laughs> as Chappie, yeah. He is like the the, the chief mechanic. His kid is the whatever. Yeah. But they're talking on the headsets. And then the villain, the Kurt Russell villain. Yeah. Because uh, right. our main guy, I think, I'm picturing, you know, like a Jeff Fahey by way of Bill Pullman mm-hmm. type character. Right. You know, uh, maybe even Paxton. Sure. Or, ooh, uh, Keith David. Or David Keith. Because uh, that Wait. would totally work. The white guy. The yeah. white one. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, and, and, here's, phew, Louis Gossett Jr. is not available. We go with Keith David as the pit crew guy. All right. The the black guy is, so that we can have David Keith and Keith David in the same fucking movie. Yeah, that'd be great. Boom. Dunzo. Dunzo. So, something happens, tips the car. The, the bad guy nudges him. Yeah, he yeah. rubs him the wrong way. Means to. Means to. Does an intentional. Mm-hmm. Spins him out. Causes a fire explosion. Um, not a fire explosion. A massive wreck. Daddy gets out. Flashes the thumbs up to the kid. And then the car explodes. Right. Daddy's dead. And now, we've as we move into the future, yeah. Lil Chief is now, you he's, know. He's now beat. racing. but he's, he's riding in the thumbs up. Yeah. He's riding in the thumbs up. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's a little reckless. Yeah. He's a little reckless. He's 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 dangerous. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, he saw what happened with his daddy, so blah, blah, blah. And part of it is he feels he has nothing to live for but the race. Yeah. So this is, you know, the theme is he's got to have something beyond the race. Uh, they're going through pit crew members because, no, I don't want to work with a lunatic, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then I think we had talked about they end up hiring the Kurt Russell bad guy's Daughter, daughter, without yeah. knowing, right? That's who well, it, it comes is. In later, that comes out later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's the daughter trying to get involved in all of it. Now, mm-hmm. let's see here. So that's the theme. Now, catalyst. I'm going to describe what the catalyst is. The catalyst is the moment where life changes. There's a telegram. Uh, the act of catching your loved one cheating. Hold on a second. I just the cat. The uh, uh, let's. Oh. Uh, allowing a monster on board the ship, meeting the true love of your life, etc. The before world is no more, and change is underway. Um, ooh, you know what would be interesting here? Since we have sort of established the familial thing, what if our catalyst... Oh, what's your idea for catalyst? Chappie dies. Chappie dies. I was going to say, maybe Chappie gets injured. Okay. And so the one race that this reckless cat has never entered... Oh my God, I got this. Hold on. Oh, all just came together. He's never entered the pinnacle, the one that his dad died in. Mm-hmm. He's reckless, but he stays away from that. Chappie gets injured. Right. That takes Chappie out and brings in the girl. Right. To, into Chappie's place. Right. And he's got to race the pinnacle because it's, what's the most classic reason in the world for competition? He's got to get enough money so Chappie can have the operation. operation. Right. 
Right. I mean, we are we are aiming for cliche in every every fucking frame yeah. of this movie. Mm-hmm. So yep, he has to do it. The world is different, and now he's got. Now he realizes, but he he has I've to survive because he's got. He's got to get the surgery. Yeah, I can't do it with what the pinnacle pays. The pinnacle five thousand has raised their stakes. Yeah. What? Yes, but <laughs> but Chappie needs. $400,000. That's exactly what the pinnacle pays. This yeah. Time. Big chief, little chief. Little chief. Whatever. Yes. My name's Chief. Chief. You'll always it's be little chief to me. You'll always be little. You'll always be little chief to me. <laughs> little um, chief. Little chief to me. And we can have like just a, a like William Sanderson is one of the pit crew guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a necessity. Yes. The brass, Richardson. And there has to be a guy named Richardson just so that he could. Disgusting. The brass, Richardson. The brass. <laughs> so now this is, but the thing is, this has to be a little bit of a shift. He's racing without Chappie for the first time. Yeah. So that changes the world. The dynamic. He's got this girl in who's in, he's interested in. You know, there's a connection there. There's a spark. And he realizes that to win the pinnacle, he's got to race in a way that he doesn't know if he can anymore. He's been risking stuff. But maybe his risky driving in one of these races is what causes Chappie to get injured. Maybe. So he's like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I've got it anymore. It could be like we could have another action and that another accident in that in that beat where he does something stupid. Chappie's telling him you got to bring it in for blah 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 blah. Doesn't and maybe, then like like maybe her dad comes out of retirement for more time and clips uh, <laughs> clips him <laughs> to, clips somebody else with Chappie. I don't know. See, I think that that needs to be that like he just races the pinnacle, uh, right, right? Like that's all, so he's going to be in the pinnacle, but like this kid does something stupid, like. During the race, Chappie keeps telling him not to do this thing. You know, he wins one race. Right. Chappie tells him not to do this thing. The, then he does the thing that Chappie tells him not to do, and it causes the accident that injures Chappie. So now, you see, we add, and this is where the world isn't the same. This is the catalyst. He's right. like, I have to do this because I owe because Chappie is injured, but I can't because I don't know if I've got what it takes to actually do that anymore mm-hmm. because I'm scared to be that aggressive or that whatever that you need to have for the Pinnacle 5000. Later we can find out the part of the uh, hover track. Uh-huh. Because, sure, yeah. yeah. Right uh, on. That was tampered with by the villains. Nice. So it really wasn't, it wasn't Big his, Chief, Little yeah. Chief's. Uh, and, Chief. Right. His fault. Uh-huh. It was actually the villains. And he finds out just as he's about to go out to the Pinnacle 5000, you get that moment where it's like, oh, it's on. It's on now. That shit. Yeah, where he's good to go. Um, and that, so the catalyst is Chappie's injured. Mm-hmm. He's freaked out. They have to bring in this, the best person they can find, which is this woman. Ooh, maybe he knows that it's his daughter. Maybe they yeah. know because she is like the best out there. And she comes in and she's like, I hate the old man. Right. This is my way to stick it to him. I never liked Dave Stiletto. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to write that down. Dante Stiletto. <laughs> Dante Stiletto. Dante Stiletto. Right. And her name is going to be... Raven? Raven. Raven Stiletto. Raven Stiletto. I like it. I like it. Um, So we've... (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Yeah, boom. There it is. So the race war is really on. Because with right now... (laughs) You can't win the race war out there (laughs) until you're in the race war in your heart. (laughs) Until you win the race Uh, war in here. No one's born with the race war. You have to learn it. It has to be taught. Chappy in a bed with a nose... You didn't. Un- you never understood what the race war was about. <laughs> See, you think the race war is out there. Hear me. But really, <laughs> it's in here. It's in here. 
Let that word resound. And you got to let the race war out. Let that word resound. <laughs> from hill to hill. And from mountain to mountain. Uh, valley to valley. <laughs> across this broad land. By yes. the way, the reason he's playing that is because that senator used to be a Klansman. What? Get the fuck out no. Barbaric. <laughs> Why did you say such things? Barbaric. Yeah, how dare I? Oh, my Barbaric. God. Barbaric. 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 There it is. That's what I like. Barbaric. Barbaric. God damn. But, yes, yeah, so it's now set up. We've got the catalyst. He has to do the one race he's been ducking. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, <laughs> some of that shit where it's like, he's always used some excuse about, oh, that's the corporate race, war- race yeah. world. I don't want to have a, I don't, I don't want to have to have a sponsor or anything like that. Some right. bullshit some like bullshit. that that he uses. Yeah. And then he has to get a sponsor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but th- that actually could go in with some complications that we have hit later. Going to D.W. Griffiths Field. Yes. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I think right now we've got a decent setup with, with the catalyst. This race will be a triumph <laughs> of the will. <laughs> I like it. That's fantastic. Yeah, it, it really all comes is. together in a race war, really. It really does. That's what it's about. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so next week we hit what is known as the debate. Mm. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So before we jump into the movie, what's happening that's interesting in the world as of now? <clears throat> the... Uh, um, Wall Street Journal had an article, an opinion piece from Nicholas Johnson, who's uh-huh. a uh, law professor from Fordham. Yes. And he said two things that you could pretty much insert into almost any major issue going on with politics in the uh-huh. nation. He said regarding the gun control, Obama's uh, right. performance piece this week. Yeah. Uh, crying at all. He said, let's see here. What did he say? I wrote it down. Um, Common sense gun control is long on show, but short on substance. So just take out common sense gun control. Just put in whatever. Yeah. Is long on show and short on substance. Yes. And uh, said he basically moved the furniture around Mm -hmm. the argument. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. Right now we are in such a position with the politics where... It is all about this sense of whose team is right and whose team is wrong. It is a, oh, yeah. all the confirmation bias. Everybody's got their little side that's Absolutely. that's kind of why I what I've noticed in my discussions with shit recently, I I don't give a fuck what side of an issue a person's on. It doesn't matter to me. What I what I care about, what matters to me is consistency. Mhm. That's really all I give a shit about is are you consistent right. in what you're saying? Yep. A lot of people, most people, almost all of the people aren't. All yeah. that I'm looking for is you say this, do you back it up? Yeah. Do you really? Do you want to ban guns? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you do. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, that you're in the minority uh-huh. of... The entire population of this nation, because if you were in the majority Uh opinion, when the Democrats had full power over every branch, aside from the judicial, wink, wink, um, they would have swept it in. Yeah. 
uh, and no one would have stood in their way. Right. But even their constituents. Yeah. Even Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Even Bernie Sanders. Let me repeat that. <laughs> even Bernie even fucking Sanders. Hot tub Bernie. Hot tub Bernie himself. Right. Believes in the Second Amendment. Yeah. Or at least to a degree enough to where he's not going to ban right. firearms. Uh-huh. If you want to ban firearms, I can understand that, yeah. I, and I can respect your opinion. Right. Uh, I'd, I'm not refer to you. Maybe not. Yeah. But at least I can respect that you have that opinion. Right. And, you know. Yeah. We're yeah. on the opposite side of the table. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. I've got a lot of friends who are on the opposite side mm-hmm. of the table of me. I yeah. don't have to burn that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm one where, to me, honestly, is where I don't give a shit one way or the other with them. I don't own I do. one. I'm very yeah. passionate about it. Yeah. You're very passionate. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I, I, I more sit in the... Nothing's going to happen. It's, yeah, there's going to be more show. There's going to be the, more sound there's and that, fury. But there's also the other side of it. There's yeah. this, this... What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Is you, You'll hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't get it. What's the big deal? If you don't pay attention to this kind of stuff, right. if you hear what the president says, he does a uh-huh. song and dance, does a soft shoe with the tears and the right. waterworks, uh-huh. and you don't really understand the issue, or you yeah. pay enough attention, or apathy, or what have you. Right. And uh, you can turn to someone like me... And said, "Well, what's what's the big deal?" Yeah. And then you get to say, "It's not what he's saying. Yeah. It's that he's trying to do this by circumventing us." Yeah. Yeah. No matter fuck what he says, I don't mm-hmm. care what he's saying. It yeah. doesn't matter. Right. If Ronald Reagan, which they like to roll out, yeah. well, he did this. He had so many executive orders. Yeah. Fuck that too. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck anything with trying to circumvent the Congress. Yes. Fuck that. Yes. Fuck that. That's mm-hmm. my consistency. Right. Yes. And that's see that's where I come from is people like oh well you know Reagan well, did my this. team Fuck it's your like team. well okay are you okay with Reagan having done it well no all right then you don't get to use yeah. it as a point that it that makes it no. okay no you don't I I'm on team Constitution yeah sorry that's where I fall that's where uh, I fall uh, uh, liberty as, first and every yeah. argument is yeah. liberty first my, anything else is just window dressing my favorite Frank Zappa statement is he was on some show where they were talking about uh, censorship and these. Guys, like, do you think that our founding fathers had this in mind? And his statement was, it doesn't matter what the founding fathers thought. It's irrelevant. We don't know. Yeah. What we do have are the words that they wrote down. And that's all we, all have. we have. And his great statement, framers intent. You want to talk to me about framers intent? And I, anytime someone throws out, well, the Second Amendment was meant to cover... Uh, muskets, yeah, and voting was meant to cover me and not you. Mm-hmm. And black people were slaves, right? A lot of shit changes based off the times, which I then will, yes, maybe there are changes, whatever. But don't sit there and throw framers intent at me unless you are really willing to right. go whole hog on that. Where sure. it's like, oh, do you think that the framers meant for you to have you know X number of guns that can do this? No, do I think that the framers thought of Howard Stern? Or pornography when they wrote the whole free speech thing? No, no, they didn't. And guess what? It's irrelevant because had they known this is where it was going, those guys, th- th- profanity would have been banned. Right. There would have been so much shit written in there. You know what they said? Well, we'll give you this. We, n- the Constitution is an, exclu- an exclusory document. Yep. It does not say you have the right to freedom of speech. It says the government cannot take that away from you. Right. It doesn't grant you the right. It protects the rights that you already have. Right. The belief of the Constitution is everyone in this country is born with those rights. Right. And these are the ones that we cannot touch. Right. And that 
is where you have to look at it because once you start viewing it as the government giving you permission, no, that's where no. shit gets <clears throat> scary and dangerous. And when the apathy kick kicks in, yeah, um, which is a inherently weak position. I know that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had that position for yeah. a long time. Yeah. It's apathetic, didn't care, don't care, who knows, doesn't right. matter, yeah. whatever. Well, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that position. Let's <laughs> just change it around. Right. Because that is going to get any of us, may not get any of us anywhere, yeah. but it's not going to keep me in the same spot. Right. Right. <laughs> and the the ability to look the other way and just say, well, it's not going to matter, whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's how the slow creep sets in. It yeah. just turns into as rote. Yeah. These things that are in debate, like yeah. Article 4 and whether the government can own this land or not, against yeah. what the states agree regarding the Oregon standoff. Yeah. Uh, well, it's in debate. What is it, actually? I wrote that down. Let's see. Basically, the only reason that the state can own land is for military bases mm-hmm. and national parks, if I'm not mistook. They take a lot of this land under the property clause. Okay. And the property clause, its full scope is what's in debate. Okay. So these things are in debate. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ted Cruz, is he legitimate to uh, be president? These things are... Yeah. Whatever. Again, and, and on that, bullshit. natural born. Natural born. What does the citizen? What is the citizenship at time of birth? Did he have to apply and to be granted citizenship, right. or was he born with the citizenship? That's why the whole birther thing with Obama is irrelevant. Was he born yeah. an American citizen? It doesn't matter where he was born. Was he born, born an American, American citizen? citizen? If he was, then everything else is right. fucking pointless. Right. John McCain was born in the Panama Canal. Yeah, on a U.S. military base, which is U.S. soil. Right. He's a fucking citizen. <laughs> Cruz, yes, he was born in Canada, but he was born a U.S. citizen, so... So there. There. Um, for instance, this, this slow slide of letting the federal government just take more and more land. Yeah. You know how much of Nevada the federal government owns? I'm know? betting a lot. 80%. Fuck. 80%. I think I said precent. Percent. Mm-hmm. 80%. 80%. 80%. 80%. 80%. Yeah. Of Nevada. I'm checking. Let me do the math real That's a quick. fuckload. More than half. <laughs> yep. You're right. It's more you're right. than you're right. half. So instead In of fact, saying- fact, that's of- <laughs> 20% shy of all of it. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. So instead of arguing, well, let's get to the meat potatoes of Article 4 and what mm. that really means, or the property clause, and let's really have yeah. that conversation. Instead, the um, Nancys that trip in their skirt every time they see a white guy with a gun in Oregon, because let's face it, because white guys have in guns in Oregon are walking around, yeah. that's why the news is there. Oh, yeah. If these were long-haired fuckers with signs... Yeah, no one gives a shit. No one gives a yeah. shit. But it's white guys with guns. What yeah. are white guys with guns doing? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? What are they planning? Yeah. Vanilla ISIS, hashtag. Vanilla ISIS. Isn't that clever? <laughs> that is clever. It, yeah. It genuinely is, actually. So it's... just say vanilla ISIS over <laughs> and over again so someone can look at their phone and go, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, you, and yeah. not pay attention or look into this at all. Right. By the way, I learned all this in about two days. Yeah. I didn't know this before. What What's amazing is it's the... Uh, somebody once said, if you met somebody from the past, like from the 50s, appeared here... What do you think would blow their mind the most? And it's like, I have a device in my pocket that I can use to access any piece of information anywhere in the world, and I use it to look at videos of cats and insult strangers. Yeah. 
Like we can get this info, but right now it's because everything has been, and this ties so beautifully into traffic, mm-hmm. everything has been boiled down to soundbite culture. Oh, yeah. uh, it is not about what is right or wrong with an issue. It is what's the, the easiest sale. Po- we, we discount <laughs> yes. what the point is. It is again with the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I'll use that. What they're saying with Black Lives Matter is, hey, we're kind of tired of unarmed black guys getting shot and cops and they're by police and there doesn't seem to be any accountability. Even in cases where it's fairly demonstrable that the cop bucked up. That's that's the and that's the outside hard, face of it. I'd yeah, say. it's the outside face of it. That's I'd say the, the interior is probably a lot different. Yeah, the interior, but the the, the issue that is at core there, mm. and for some reason, because of the way we do shit in our culture, I've talked, I've said this to you before. The number of people were like, "Hey, you know, I think it's fucked up that that you know a guy can get shot six times in the back while running away." Sure, and the police officer gets a paid vacation and does not spend a minute in handcuffs. Right. And there's supposed to, well, yeah, next time you need a cop, why don't you call a crackhead? Like, so you're saying, just so we're clear, if I have a problem with a person who is entrusted with legal authority, perhaps abusing that authority, yeah, I need to shut the fuck up and be thankful that they're, what kind of Prince Joffrey... Game of Thronesian nightmare are you suggesting here? You're basically saying you want a police force, then you need to let them do whatever they want whenever they want. Right. What I'm saying is I have enough respect for those in law enforcement that I want them held to the highest professional standard imaginable. Yeah. And I feel as though they should feel the same way. Yes. I think that with the authority, the 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 power of the authority that they're entrusted with is so great that it needs to be treated like it's as fucking sacred as it is. Yeah, sure. And to put yourself in a position where you're above reproach. There's some fucking cock in the mouth in Arizona, a lawmaker mm-hmm. who's trying to score points for re-election. That's all that this is by saying it is it by trying to make it against the law to fit like you could be fined $300 and put in jail for filming a police officer without their permission from less than 20 feet away. Now, the Supreme Court has already said you don't need permission, and as long as you're not interfering and giving about 10 feet clearance, that's you're fine. Right. This guy's trying to score points. Now, that's one where on the surface, yeah, well, you, cops don't know who's walking up on him. Look at the way every law on our books is abused. Mm-hmm. All that does is open up a great way for more revenue to be generated, no. more everything. I mean, the fact that <laughs> Hope was reading a thing where a guy on jury duty was like, an officer was like, if I want to pull you over, I can pull you over. I know the traffic code better than you do. 50-foot rule. D- you didn't signal within 50 feet of the turn or a lane change. Right. Can you prove that? No, I, you didn't. Here's your ticket. It's essentially impossible for us not to be breaking the law at any given time as it stands and adding that in there, again, it's just scoring points with one side. Yeah. And it's fucking maddening. It is madness. It is madness. Yeah. And instead of researching anything and having a conversation about it, yeah. no matter what side you may fall, uh-huh. you'll get um, memes. Yeah. You get the pictures of the white guys in Oregon with cowboy uh-huh. hats or what have you. Yeah. Holding guns, and it says, we want our, quote, we want our land back. And, and then the Indian, going, with the Indian uh-huh. going, lo, 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 lo. Yeah. Well, you know. 
I guess would just say we want the land, our land that we conquered, yeah, back, yeah, because we did, mm-hmm. and stop apologizing for it, yeah, stop feeling bad about it, yeah, stop yeah. asking for fucking everyone to go. Eh, it's okay as long as you apologize. Yeah, it's not going to matter, right? Because those people don't agree with you. Yeah, and they never will agree with you. Yes, and if you live in any country in North America. Uh, well, in, in, in you live in any if you country. Live in a country. Yeah, it's been conquered. It belonged to somebody else once upon somebody a time. Somebody got hurt. Yeah. So that your ancestors could take that yes. land. And because people came from somewhere else uh, to another place, yeah. were stronger and wanted their stuff. Yeah. yeah. That is called the history of mankind. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. And and it's this it's the way it is it's and has always been is. and ever will it be. Yeah. It always In will this be like case, that. it was white dudes. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Tough shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna apologize for it. I, yeah. I don't give a shit. It's mm-hmm. too bad. Yeah. Ours now. Yeah. Ours now. Yeah. So no more fucking Indian memes. Mm-hmm. No more. Actually, you're all illegal. <laughs> they don't have a system of laws. Yeah, or they're... a sense of property. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. It's just, it's just frustrating. It's not that I'm trying to piss those people off well, no, it, it's, and, you, and kick a fucking heel uh, you, promo. It just makes me nuts. You and I fall, I think, and this is, I think, why we both kind of like this movie. <clears throat> I don't... The only time I get upset is when there is an attempt to treat a complex issue as though it were not complex. Oh, yeah. And that is what everything is. That is what the meme soundbite uh, punchline culture that we have now, it's this acting as though everything is, oh no, this is real simple. No, it's it's actually not. This is a fairly complex constitutional issue. Yeah. It's not easy. It, it isn't. I'm, I'm no, sorry. No, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. It's yeah. like the gun thing. It's not easy. No. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know mm-hmm. what to do. Yeah. I know that whatever argument says you need to take more liberty away from me, I don't agree with it. I don't yeah. agree with it. Well, it, or at least I'm very even in the most reasoned argument, I'm a little skeptical. Right. Well, the way that I look at it too, it's the uh we need to watch it cuz I bought it on Netflix cuz I plan on watching it every year. Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Oh, yes. It's a fucking nightmare. But it begins with him sitting in front of a fire, drinking an empty mug of hot chocolate, which is very obviously empty. Right. Talking about how much he loves everything about Christmas. I love it all. This and they're trying to take it away from I us. I love Germanic heathen, heathenry. And then he says, oh, the well, actually, one of the two dumbest statements ever. He's like, well, what are they going to tell us next? That the that the Druids invented hot chocolate? No. No. Uh, that was the Aztecs. Aztecs, yeah. And hot chocolate doesn't have a fucking thing to do with Christmas. It has to do with the fact that it's fucking cold outside. You half-wit. I have to see this. Yeah. Oh, did you get the text that I sent oh, yes. you while I was watching? I got it the next morning. And you were like, huh? <laughs> Santa Claus was at the Council of Nicaea. <laughs> and you were like, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Odin was at the Council of Nicaea? Oh, Hope's reaction watching it is brilliant. And it's because it's this, like, he has, a, the whole thing is, the majority of it is spent in a car with a conversation where the, his brother-in-law has a case of the bah humbugs. Because oh. he's like, we're getting away from what Christmas really means, you know. And, and what is that, pray tell? He's sitting there saying, you know, like, like all the money that we spent on these gifts, all the money. How many villages could we have helped out? How many wells could we have dug with that money? Oh Christ! And it's one where here's how I look at it: like, you know, 
that's actually a valid point for what your belief system is. Why don't you go dig a well? Yeah, and that's and Kurt dismisses it and then goes into this whole thing about how the nativity scene is so important because it features Jesus as a baby swaddled in cloth, and the only other time in the Bible that cloth is mentioned, Shrouditurin. It's like... It, that it that <laughs> what I just gave you is the head spinning logic of it. It's not a simple issue. Don't paint it as though it is. This is the best. Yeah. Thinking of memes, also, I've seen this on uh, people's Facebook. I'll just put it there. okay. <clears throat> that I happen to be friends with. Jesus was a refugee <laughs> no, from the Middle East. What? Okay, well he can't come in either. <laughs> What the fuck's that going to have any impact? Yeah, You're yeah. seeing this to me. Have we met? Yeah. You're seeing this to me, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. There's so many things wrong with your plan. Do, just, uh... Actually, the one documentary I recommend watching, we, we just need to watch all of the Kirk Cameron's. That's fine with me. Monumental. Basically, we are a Christian nation because statues. <laughs> that is that is the, the <laughs> summation of that film in its, in its purest. <laughs> yes, it... Fantastic. The level of idiocy cannot be overstated. Fantastic. It's glorious. So, oh my God. Well, as you were saying, yeah. Uh, to step away from these into a into an easier issue to deal with the drug war. The drug war. Which, to quote, <laughs> to quote the Wire, this isn't a war. Wars end. Wars end. Um, yeah. Any as um, our mutual Facebook friend Justin Garcia, the uh-huh. Presser Project, would say. Uh-huh. Um, any law written to protect you mm-hmm. from you? Yeah. Bullshit. Yes, absolutely. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Don't do drugs. It's bad for you. Yeah. Other things are bad for me. Yep. You can't make a law for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me eating bacon. You're trying, mm-hmm. but not well, yet. It's like on the bus, there's this great sign where it's like, uh, stand up and give the seat to the elderly or handicapped person. Mm. It's decent. It's the right thing to do. It's the law. Like, what? What? Okay, then all the other things are pointless. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I'm compelled to don't, by force yeah. of law. Yeah, you're, you're you're telling me it's the law. Then don't paint it like I got an option. Yes, because I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um. With this though, the this is one of the few movies that I think very honestly tackles it and does give voice to a lot of things and points out a lot oh, of yeah. shit. Uh, the the big pharma folks talking at the beginning. You want to know why there's a drug war? Uh, there, pretty much. Um, I, there's a great video online that shows Yale, and I think we've talked about this. Yale University did a study looking into. Uh, likelihood of laws being passed. Right. And they were able to chart it off on an axis, an XY axis, you know, just, uh, just a graph mm. where the X, the up and down axis is likelihood of a law being right. passed. The one on the bottom, the vertical, is, the, the horizontal is public support for the issue. Logically, if 100% of the people are in favor of an issue, there should be a 100% chance of a law being passed in regards to that. Right. If 0% of people are in favor of it, should be a 0% chance. When looking at it as a function of just the people, there's an across-the-board 20% chance of legislation being passed on anything. Good Lord. Nobody wants it, 20% chance. Everybody wants it, 20% chance. Then they looked at lobbyists and corporate interests. Right. And that lines up 
exactly as you think it would. Well, sure. Yeah. If a company, if a company with enough money wants it, it happens. Mm-hmm. Right now, the drug war exists because we have private prisons that are guaranteed, contractually guaranteed 90% capacity. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of prison guard unions mm-hmm. who have jobs that are dependent on a lot of people being in jail. Right. We have a lot of police unions that get a lot of money off of this. Uh, we have pharmaceutical companies that make a lot of money off of these things being illegal. Sure. Uh, and the only folks who would who make money off of drugs are the folks who make money off of them being illegal. Right. So there is, money-wise, nothing. I, right now, we're in a situation where Colorado is giving money back to people. Right. Because they're getting so much off of taxing pot. All drug, all drug crimes, arrests on drug crimes have dropped. Right. Um, like, I think, and I've said this before, the only reason I believe that pot is a gateway drug is because we tell kids, you do pot, you're, oh, it's just, you're, it's oh, terrible. Yeah. It's, so, it's the war, it, it's awful. It will ruin your life. And then a kid smokes a joint and goes, it really didn't do any of that. Right. Are you bullshitting me about the rest of them? Yeah, probably. The rest of them probably aren't as bad. And that's, I think, where a lot of the gateway comes from. Possibly. You also got to realize there's some motherfuckers who just don't care. I think not caring is the yeah. gateway drug. Yeah, not caring is very much the gateway drug. Let me tell drug. you, yeah. for someone who used to not care, yeah. opened a lot of gates. Mm-hmm. Mm. That opened a lot of gates. See, I think part of the reason that I was straight edge is because when I was in high school, I was buddies. I And you will attest to this. You knew me then. Mm. I, I didn't even fucking drink until I was 22. Oh, yeah. I was straight as fuck edge. Right. I knew one guy who was, you know, into the drug culture and all that. <laughs> and... That to me was the biggest stay away oh, yeah. I've ever encountered because As you said holy one shit thing it kept you away from drugs <laughs> wasn't the drugs or the danger or the just say no or the campaigns yeah. or whatever the horrible death yeah the specter of the reaper above it, you exactly it was the fucking people yeah and if I can think of one thing the mm-hmm. same thing keeps me from rock concerts yeah keeps me from drugs again yeah. Other yeah. than the destructive nature of both. Yes. Uh-huh. It's, the people. Oh, yeah. The people you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. The throngs of people you must work your way through to get to your goal. Do, do you remember going to that metal showdown in San Antonio with uh, Testament, Motorhead? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and those fucking dickholes in front of us. Yeah. Who the lady, you can't smoke in here, turns around, blows smoke. At, like, yeah. And then they got to where they were throwing the aluminum bottles yeah. in front. Like, what the fuck? You know, finish a you know the big aluminum bottled beer mm. and then just throw it forward into the crowd. Right. Like what the fuck? Right. No. You're, no. You, you're, that person is not going to listen to you. You know, we are dealing with the the cast of heavy metal parking lot. At best. Yeah. They aren't. They don't give a shit. As Jesse Pinkman said, we make poison, poison for, for assholes who, who don't, don't care. care. Yeah. Yes. That's what it is. You've got these people who don't. And whatever the reason is, as long as that is being ignored and not being treated or not being anything, yeah. any war we have on drugs can't win. No. There is just, it's, I, I still remember when they did the, those anti-drug commercials, sticking leeches on myself. If everyone was doing something this stupid, would you do it too? Mm-hmm. Is there a way that's what drugs are like? Is that, and your statement, no, because leeches don't make everything delicious and interesting. Right. 
And that, that's, that's the thing. People do drugs because at first, at least, evidently, they're awesome. Right. I, I, who knows? Yeah. I've seen people that will use mm-hmm. marijuana yeah. and everything's fine. Yeah. I'll see other people that all they do is bong hit after bong hit and stay online all fucking day. And yeah. their lives go to shit. Yep. Their bodies go to shit. Their minds go to shit. Mm-hmm. Is it the drugs? I don't know. Yeah. Is it fucking laziness yeah. turned up to about 11? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be honest. If it wasn't for the bong hit after bong hit, they would probably be Alice Coopering it. Where Maybe, they, would, they would be probably. drinking beer until they're throwing up blood. I mean, sure. I mean, uh, the problem isn't the substance. Yeah. The problem is the problem is the problem. The problem is the problem. Yeah. They have nothing to do with their lives, yeah. or perceive there would be nothing to do with yeah. their lives. And I mean, when you look at the the kids, like what I put, what I kept saying during the traffic, whenever they showed the kids, I was like, idle rich kids, idle yeah. rich kids. Yeah, they have nothing to do. No, you you leave your kid alone to go to Barbados. Yeah. You leave them a bunch of money. And no supervision. Yeah. And say, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when when the daughter gets caught... She's dr- been doing drugs for six months. Yeah. The mom knows of. Uh-huh. The, the mom mother knows, knows of. knows of. I experimented in college. Like, I did all of that stuff I'd rather... Like, yeah, and you're not helping because you're just pretending it's not there in hopes that this 16-year-old will parent herself and it yeah. will go away. No, no. You know? And, and I look at that like... That's a weak position to take. Yeah, kid. I get where some like driving from Fort Worth to Austin and stopping at a gas station in one of those little towns mm-hmm. like Troy, right? Or one of those where you're standing there, you're looking around like, okay, what the fuck is there for a kid to do in this town? Yeah, what is there? There is not a movie theater. There is not a video store. There is not an arcade. There is not a bookstore. Yeah. There is nothing. Nothing. And a lot of the problem is that we have these Norman Rockwell childhood wannabe having assholes. Well, when I was a kid, I did chores and I like and you never ever stepped one toe even the slightest bit out of line. Right. And always <laughs> said, sir and ma'am, and you stood up when you're Pa entered the room, and you were a fucking little house on the prairie, it, and it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It may have been closer to it for fear of the strong parent at home yeah. snapping that foot back in line. Uh-huh. There's where the difference may be. Yeah. Not totally, but yeah, I saw the difference between my father yeah. and other people's fathers. Mm-hmm. And by, my dad was no means a tyrant. Right. Not, not once did, I mean, as a kid, you say, well, I can't believe you're doing this. It's not fair. Yeah. Looking yeah. back, there wasn't one moment mm-hmm. where he went too far. Right. Not one moment where I didn't deserve, for the most part, everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Not in the, for the most part, my ass ever. Yeah. He was strict, but fair, and he was yeah. tough, and he was strong. Yeah. When he needed to be strong, when it came to how... My behavior, and yeah. how I reacted, how uh, how I reacted to what he wanted me to do, all yeah. that stuff. Uh-huh. And I saw other parents and other fathers, right. in particular, that didn't. Yeah, they were hands off, and the kid had more freedom. And I even remember thinking, "Wow, yeah, look how free that we'll call him Joseph is. That's yeah. great. I wish I had that." Mm-hmm. Joseph didn't. Yeah, he was upset about it. Yeah, he never said it in those words, uh-huh. but he was right. Because it was like they didn't care. Yeah, yeah. They probably didn't. Mm-hmm. And he got himself into some bad shit yeah. because of it. It's well, called moorings. Yeah, well, it's like Patton Oswalt talks about how, like, 
his parents being the way they were is the reason he is the way he is. Like, I knew people who were like, uh, their parents like, oh man, we're we sold the bed so that we could do well, we'll do whatever, man. My parents were like, oh, you got to go to bed sport. You got soccer practice, and ain't <laughs> like, and I fucking hated it. Right. But it made me want to do interesting shit. Right, like yeah, that and and, and just not having any more. He's not having anything to connect to. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, there is hope. Puts this perfectly whenever she talks about kids. You are training an adult. Yeah. That's what you're doing. And that's why we always say when we go through H-E-B, when you were a kid and you went to the grocery store with your mom, you probably stood next to the cart and watched what she was doing and learned how to buy groceries. Mm -hmm. Now kids lay in the carts under blankets playing games or watching movies. Yikes. Like how many times have you gone to the grocery store and there is a kid who is 10 or 11 sitting inside the basket? A lot. Yeah, and it's like... No, I don't, no. That just doesn't... That's... Good Lord, no. I never would have even considered that. No. The minute I was too big to sit in the the, the little child seat... Yeah. I, I wasn't... I, I was walking next to mom, watching what she was doing. Yeah, never. I Ever. Yeah. Ever. I never even to. would have crossed my mind to do it. Yeah. No, no. Not, we're not going to try that, because no. Kate would have looked at you like, are you out of your mind, child? Yeah. <laughs> It would have been corrected. Your father immediately. gets home, and yeah. that's all I'd hear. Yeah. And it's, no. but you look at these kids and the permissiveness and what it led to because there was no, the dad wants consequences. And mom's like, oh, no, a night in jail is enough. If your kid does something that puts him in jail for a night, a night in jail is not enough. No. And his ambition, uh-huh. if you can go back further, yeah. Uh, it's not stated right. necessarily in the movie, but you can tell his ambition obviously has taken him. Away from yeah. family and continues oh, yes. to take them away, uh-huh. and you know that's the arc of this guy's character. Right, right. Uh-huh. by the end of the movie. But there we have a father who his ambition is taking him out of the home. He right. can no longer be the head of the family. Yeah, sorry if that's so heteronormative. Yeah, that's a new word of mine. It is. Just can't yeah. fucking stand. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the facts. Yeah, and in this case anyway, and yeah. the, and the mother who's just like, well, I don't know, and I don't want to hold her, I don't want to judge her, I don't know what, I don't because she doesn't know what to fucking do. Yeah. Next thing you know, this rich kid is hanging out with other rich kids whose parents are the exact same. Yeah, and in some cases, worse. There's not even a pretend. I mean, what, there's a difference between I am the new head of the president's office of national drug control policy, mm-hmm. and oh, we just want to go to Barbados yeah. for a while, you know, yeah. just to just to get away. And it, it's maddening because that's where so much of it starts. Yeah, I mean, I I had. Guidance. I had folks who talked to me about this stuff, oh, yeah. and you know, nothing good. They tried. They worked at it. Um, I mean, even <laughs> my brother and I have talked about this. Even having the parents that we have, uh-huh. I still found my way into the worst possible places. Yeah, doing the worst possible thing. Well, not the worst possible. Right. thing. He didn't kill anybody. Yeah. Um, but worked on killing myself. Yeah. With other people that didn't give a shit. Uh-huh. I found myself in the weakest of fucking positions, just taking every goddamn poison I could find. Right. And that's with that kind of parenting yeah. that I had. Yeah. And I'm looking at Sam going, I can't imagine. Yeah. If we had had permissive, weak parents, well, what have happened? I'd have been dead under a jail. Well, and the fact that you then were in, you know, as you said, you moved to drug Walmart. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you'd stayed in Refurio, that would have been a different nah, story. Yeah. Yeah. 
beer bashes and what yeah, have you and a, yeah. move on. Ooh, uh-huh. then I moved into <laughs> fucking Shop Smart, Shop yeah. S Smart yeah. drugs. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, it's all here and it's free. Mm-hmm. Or cheap. Yeah. Oh my because, God. I mean, and this is not an exaggeration, on lunch from high school, you could literally cross the border and then come back and be back in time for school. I would skip school yeah. and go to another country for yes. the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I would do when I skip school. Yeah. Go to Mexico to some bar Yeah. at about... 9.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. me and my Americano friends, yeah. the bar owner's happy as hell that we're there. We're the yep. only people there, and we drank all day long, uh-huh. and then came back across the border. Yeah. Yeah. 17 years old. Mm-hmm. 17 years old. Yeah. Kids with us, younger. Yeah. And th- at that time, I was living in Leon Valley where there was one bar. Fuck. Which, even though it was still in San Antonio and there was all that, you know, yeah. This is one fucking bar. Mm-hmm. And no, you ain't getting away with shit in any of those areas. It's a, it's a frustrating thing, man. Because yeah. with this, especially, and I'm focusing in on that because focusing in on that storyline from because it's a triple storyline. Yeah. Uh, which visually hints you as to what's going on. There is the front line in Mexico that looks white hot. Yeah, white hot. Then there's the kind of warm middle ground with the transporting suppliers and then there's michael manville where it is blue and cool and as far removed from those front lines as possible yeah i mean they when they're throwing product over like miguel ferrer's character best statement ever he's like you did nothing yeah you did nothing you stopped me for a little while and i i was but that i was telling you it's hydra yeah. You cut off one head and two more pop up immediately. Yes. There is no stopping it because there is so much money in it. Because yeah. people want it. Uh to quote I think it was Pelosi herself said in this movie, drugs have gotten more potent and cheaper. Yeah. The result of our drug war is cheaper, more easily accessible, more powerful drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna i I'm not outright saying that the drug war failed but if we had entered world war ii and 20 years later uh the nazi party had twice as you know had 10 times as many people 100 times more powerful more weapons more money we would kind of have to go i think we lost this war the drug war is the man of the high castle but with drugs exactly yeah like we 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 lost this war yeah and it's undeniable that it's been lost yeah, I mean it's the only. I way. think it's I think it's undeniable that it would ever start it. Yeah, the war. Yeah, yeah. I think we're just playing shoot 'em up. Mm-hmm. The, the the fucking ping pong game on drugs. Yeah, let's just call it that. Yeah, because it's not a war. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Other than the sad fact that people are losing their lives on mm-hmm. both sides of this bullshit. Yeah, I mean the fact that one side yet they are equally. Excuse if, me, on our side. Yeah, not their side. Right. Fuck that side. Yeah. They are equally, if not better, funded. Because they've got all of this money and can do shit without Congress and without bureaucracy or any of that. We just do it. Well, we're working on that here. Yeah. Yeah. We're working on, we're whittling that down. We'll get that out of the way. Right. Right. Them, you're just there. Yeah. Uh, But it's, it's, it's fascinating seeing, seeing the way that it fucking falls apart Mm -hmm. and how like, you know, you talk about that, you know, forcing the girl to go into rehab. She didn't want to go, forcing someone to go to rehab 
doesn't work. Oh, God, no. Yeah, unless you want to be there. That is that rock bottom moment. Yeah. That you know you unless you realize oh my god I ha- I have to do something you get a DWI in Texas and they court order you to go to AA meetings yeah you're in your twenties yeah you just had an unlucky night right you're not, you're not addicted to alcohol or whatever you're uh-huh. just party ass twenty one year old yeah you're just sitting in a room man yeah that's it yep you just you get your card clicked off mm-hmm. so you can leave. Yeah. And it had nothing. It's yeah. just show. Well, we have some politician said, well, I think we should have some. When someone gets popped for DWI in this state, they should go mandatory AA meetings because it sounds good. What's it doing? Yeah. Fucking nothing. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it benefiting anybody, even in a Machiavellian way? No. Nope. Nope. Not like AA is getting paid for it. Yeah. Nope. But you're able to put it out there and be like, see, we're trying. Part of it, too, is we have a very puritanical... Sinners in the hands of an angry God approach to law enforcement in this country. Yes, we do. And as you break the law, you should be punished. Everyone, like, and that goes to that sanctimonious Norman Rockwell bullshit that people throw out. When I was a kid, we said, sir and ma'am, and we always had our hair clean and everything was (laughs) like, yeah, and you never in your life once fucked up. Right. No, you just didn't get caught. And you didn't have the same um, avenues you could go down. And now you're sitting there saying, Anyone who fucked up, your life needs to be destroyed. Oh, yeah. That is genuinely what this has turned into. You made a mistake as a kid. Fuck your life. Pretty much. Because that's what's happening. Yeah. That, that's, that's what's happening. And it goes with all of it. It's, you know, oh, no, we're not going to have sex education because, damn it, we didn't have sex. Really? Dude, you never tried to get laid when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. You never did. You lying, Kendall, eunuch, motherfucker. Sorry. Every guy, we might not have stood a chance of it happening. You give it a shot. But you were trying. You wanted it to happen. And I'm sorry if your 15-year-old ass got into a position where a woman... I don't wanted to have sex with you. Uh, Happy days. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going down. Which is why it's so funny to me when I talk. On a mattress made of Bibles. Yeah. <laughs> when I, whenever people talk about the, uh, you know, like the 14-year-old boys who get molested by the female teachers, and that's a term that I use because I find it fucking gross. Like, yeah. yeah, good for him. Woo, yeah. Is that like. Yeah, double standard, sure. <sighs> Do you remember when you were 14 years old? Mm-hmm. What was your favorite song? You don't know? know. Was it shitty? Probably. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So you made you made shitty choices when you were fourteen years old. Yeah, absolutely. This is the girl. The women who are hooking up with these guys are the attractive girls. That when you're at a bar and you're a little drunk, your friends are like, "No, you need to stop. You're not going to give her your number. You're going to get hers, and you're not. No, you're not going to go home with. No, you're not going to go home with her tonight." Right. Look at her eyes. She's got baskets of doll parts in her apartment. That's it. <laughs> Just get the fuck away from here. Right. But back then, you're 14. It's like, ooh, she want. It's horrible judgment. Yes. At least that. It's the same yeah. fucking thing. And it, it, but yet we have this. Well, you know, you don't want to do it. You should have been. How about then you give them the tools to deal with it? Some level of sex education that isn't just don't ever do it ever. I now play the role of the government and say, Jim, I like this and I I will have a meeting about it. Yeah. And we will write down all the critical things and points we want to uh, Uh uh, Mm. accomplish. You want to hear one that's beautiful? John Oliver did a thing on his show about uh, sex education in America Mm. and the abstinence only. And... 
and this makes it very the point very beautifully. They show these things where folks will come in and it's like, when you have sex, it's if you're promiscuous, it's like take a piece of tape and you put it on something, then you take it off, then you put it on something else and take it. It gets it, its ability to bond gets less and less, or like a piece what? of chewing gum that's been chewed up a lot. And then they talk to Elizabeth Smart, who said, yeah, I'm sitting in there, and all I'm thinking is, oh, wow, so I'm a piece of chewing gum that's been chewed up. Because they don't take it, they don't know what the background of any of the kids in that area are. No. So some girl who was kidnapped and raped a whole bunch is like, oh, so I'm a used up piece of chewing gum. Yes, you are non-sticky tape. Yeah. Instead of just being calm and go, you know what, hey. You're young. Sex is confusing. Yeah. Some people are going to have... If you don't want to, that's fine. Because it's nobody's fucking business but yours. Mm. If you do, here's how not to get pregnant. Here's how not to get a disease. Here's right. how to be smart about it. Because you know what? You're a kid. You like shitty music. You wear shitty clothes. You have shitty taste in everything. Yeah. Odds are you're not going to make great, great decisions over something that is the best. <laughs> yes. The thing that is objectively the best thing in the world. Right. Yeah. Have you, this sex thing, have you had it? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Pretty good. It really, really is. Yeah. And. <laughs> hey. It's like. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck Karen. Uh, I fuck Karen. It, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes. And so, hey, let's arm you against this so that you're prepared in Give some you level. the best tools to survive this yeah. jaunt. Instead of saying, you're 15, don't look in the clock, <laughs> my forbidden cave of mysteries. You Welcome to a planet of mountaineers. Yeah. There's the biggest mountain in the world behind yeah. you. Now, <laughs> go up there with no tools. Yes. Best of luck. Do, do it. Well, aren't you going to help me? No. No. Nope. No. Nope. no. Nope. You because just shouldn't. When I was a kid... I had to shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up, paw kettle. No one yeah, wants to yeah. hear your shit. Um, and that again, it goes into what what all this is. We're not giving guidance, and it's fucking sickening. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at it. On the one hand, all the shit they show in Mexico shows why this drug war can't be won. The cop who looks like he is hardcore. No, we're getting rid of this shit. Oh no, he just works for this other cartel. Yeah. That's trying to take this cartel out so that right. they can take their business. Oh, yeah, uh huh. There he is. You know, then you've got in the middle the folks who, yeah, we had three million dollars come in the other day. Mm -hmm. You know, the amount of money we're able to make for minimal effort. Then I know it's kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of douchey, but he made a really good point when Michael Douglas said to Tover Grace, "I can't believe you brought my my daughter into this neighborhood." What the fuck is that? What the fuck? You got folks driving around areas like this everywhere in this country. You got any drugs? You got any drugs? If that was happening in your neighborhood, I guarantee you, you people would be selling drugs. If everyone's asking you, I can spend two hours making $500 and have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. Mm. Sorry, dude. Yes. Look around. Your children yeah. might be doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, your kids, definitely. Yeah. Because... Look around. Well, your kid especially, because daddy's not home. Yeah. I mean, you look around. Look, you're in a neighborhood yeah. where everyone did not have daddy come home. Yeah. Ever. Yes. So yes. what 
fucking choice do they have? They yeah. don't even have a chance. Nope. Because they have fucking zero culture to do any other choice but what they've been taught yeah. is to survive, yep. not to fuck up your people or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. all they're doing is just stay the fuck alive. Mm-hmm. Well, Anything else is gravy. One of the great, uh, from there's an article someone did where it went after the 40 unforgivable plot holes in oh, Christ. It, Force Awakens, and it's great because one, the best line that ties into this is, Oh, so Ray just happens to know how to fight with his staff well enough to defend herself against these bigger men? Like, I'll tell you what. Go to the poorest neighborhood in your town and pick a fight with the smallest person there. When you get out of the hospital, you'll realize when you're small and living in a shitty area like that, you learn how to fight so you can stay alive. Maybe. What would be closer would be the smallest person in the neighborhood, pick a fight with them, and then 50 people jump your ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably closer to the truth. But, but I get I get the yeah. point. But also then you look at it like th- look at that neighborhood. What oppor- you don't see a whole lot of in the way of opportunities happening there. There ain't, no. ain't like, oh, I can get a job at this liquor store on <laughs> or no. I could stay in this room nailing some blonde and make a couple grand a day. Yep. Gee, guess what? Sure. This yeah. seems easy. And again, you've got something that is that and we're not doing anything to it. And they keep mentioning, but it gets thrown off. What, what do you do for treatment? And then the guy in right. Mexico, they treat themselves. Overdose, one less junkie. No, because the junkies are also Hydra. Yes. One dies, two more pop up. And it keeps multiplying right. all the time. Because we need to be realistic about it and drop all the moralizing Glenn Beck tear filled Ameri- yep. America I believe in. And what are bullshit. we doing to help this neighborhood that doesn't have any daddies come home? Well, there is when the other cartel comes in, the yeah. government. Yes. They uh-huh. say, well, we need to do more to do X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. rather than we should do more to help them help themselves. Yeah. And show them to help themselves. We're good. We all come in. They yeah. don't do shit, by the way. Yeah, they never come back to help any of you. No, they don't. All yeah. they do is put on a fucking show. Yeah. And when you say, wait a minute, isn't this a show? Shut up. That yeah. person's being a racist against you. Do you hear that? Yeah, you, you hear that? They yeah. yeah, they're acting like this is just a show. I want you all to be strong. I want you all to forge your own fucking destiny. Yeah. This person says you can't. Yeah. That is fucked. That yep. is fucked. It is. It absolutely and it, it's over and is. over and over and over again for fucking decades. Yeah. And finally, someone finally believes it. Like yeah. being told you're a fucking idiot your entire life. Yeah. Chances are, by the time you make it a, to adulthood, you a, think you're after not a fashion, too right. yeah. you don't think you're very bright. You mm-hmm. are. You're stronger than you stronger yeah. than you know. Yeah. But uh, yep. people just keep crushing you under this bullshit. Yeah. The people that you call your leaders are just dragging you down and kicking you in the face mm-hmm. and telling you, vote for me because I know you love it. Yeah. It's just fucking gross. It is. It's gross. It's the only way to describe it. It's fucking disgusting. And we allow it because we don't vote. We don't care. We don't look. And when we're in a position where, you know, 80% of people don't like their, don't like Congress. (laughs) And what what is it? Like 70% of Congress people are up for reelection. Yeah. Then how come all 70% of those motherfuckers? are going to keep their goddamn jobs. Yeah. Sorry. That's fucked up. Mm. We 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 choose not to exercise the uh, the authority that oh, we have yeah. because too many people think it comes from them. No. They are empowered by us. Yeah. Other countries is not yeah. the case. Yeah. We are supposed to be different. Yeah. That's the exceptional yeah. exceptionalism, not yeah. we are so much better than you. Yeah. 
I like that's part of the reason I was talking with my dad about it. The reason I vote libertarian is I'm sorry, I cannot one party I agree with a lot of the stuff they say and totally disagree with a lot of the stuff they say. Mm. The other party I agree with that the, the, with the other half and disagree with the other half. Right. It is uh so I cannot in good conscience vote for either of those parties no. because to me voting for them Makes me complicit. Also, I live in Texas. Doesn't goddamn matter. Republicans are going to win. So I cast my lot behind the party that I can say, yeah, at least these folks are getting to what I think is right. congruent with your ideas. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm a libertarian, because it's the only party that's even close to what I think. Right. And it's it's sad, because it is this, this cycle of power, and dependency and it's all, all of that. It's just another cartel. Yeah. And the people uh-huh. are represented in traffic by Del Toro. Mm-hmm. He just wants a safe place for his kid to play baseball. Yep. That's all he wants. Yeah. He doesn't want a th- Well, a and not even dollars. his kid. Not even his kid. Yeah. He wants a place where the kids can play baseball yeah. where it's safe. Yep. That's and, it. And he's like, yeah, you like baseball? The kids, they want a place to play baseball. I mean, that is, that's huge. That's it. Want, they just want a simple place where they can be safe yeah. with their lives and raise yeah. their families. That's the vast majority yeah. of, of people in this country just want that. Yeah. Left alone, raise their family, yeah. enjoy their lives. And when you look at what the cartels do in Mexico and Colombia and things like that, the reason Pablo Escobar became as huge as he did down there is because he made all of this money, and the first thing he did is, I'm going to build soccer fields, I'm going to build schools, I'm going to bring water and electricity into these areas that don't have it. Yes, he and, became the lord of the feudal system. Yeah. And you're going to tell me those people don't love you? Of course they do. The guy who's like, again, it's, it's a, a great point that was made in Supersize Me, where it's uh, not Supersize Me, in uh, Fathead, the response to Supersize right. Me. There's this criticism that McDonald's has these playgrounds, and that attracts the kids. And, like, <laughs> and a lot of them are in areas where there are no playgrounds for kids. So that's the only choice. Like, just so we're clear, McDonald's stepped in and did what the government refused to, right. which is provide a playground that is safe for the kids mm-hmm. in this area. And that's a bad thing. And the government should prevent them from doing that because but how about <laughs> yeah. provide some fucking parks for the kids yeah. and keep the parks safe? Yeah. You know, have that? some patrol there. How about your community does it? How yeah. about your fucking town? Yeah. The people of your town. Yeah. Not just the mayor and write a letter to them. The mm-hmm. people of your town pull your money together. Yeah. And build a park. Yeah. And and buy the equipment to have that park. Yeah. And then fucking patrol it yourselves. Yeah. No, I can't do that because I got to with the state's problem. Yeah. That's a microcosm of the, of yeah. the biggest issue. Yeah. No one wants to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm ripping open my fucking shirt and there's an S under it and right. I'll save everything. I'm just yeah. saying that, or making it that simple. Yeah. But that can't hurt, no, right? No, uh-uh, no. To think, at least think of it in those right. terms. Well, and like we had, there was a park near my, like there's a park just down Baghdad Road from here that's mm. occupied all the time. You probably drive by the park I grew up going to. Is it Raymond Rimkus Park? Oh, yeah. yeah I, that was my park when I was mm-hmm. a kid. That's where we had baseball practice. And, all. and again, that's because different community across the board there's a lack of that permeating this movie even you just can't convince me that the park is fucking dangerous and my park isn't because of white privilege yeah it's (laughs) people that give a shit and then people that don't yeah 
and you give a shit. Like, and, and the people who want the parts, they do give a shit, but they have been told they can't you do can't it. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't well, you do can. it. You oh. can. Yeah, fucking do it. But if it, what's weird, if you look, about, look at it, it's like across the board, the only person with that sense of duty and community and all that is Del Toro's character in this movie. Yeah, he's it. Yeah, I mean, th- there is nothing with the rich kids. In that middle ground, it is, you know, us fighting and scraping for ourselves. It is the little team trying to get an inch higher. But as right. Ferrer, Ferrer says to him, if I can think you did something. The worst part is you think you did something here. Yeah. And you didn't. Yeah. Because, yeah, you took me out. You might have stopped a shipment. Do you know how much cocaine has come over that border since you've had me here? Right. Congratulations. Some people got high. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. Some people get high. Yeah. Fucking really, man. And it's, yeah, that's what it, that's, that's how that shit really works is it's people don't get it and they don't, they don't focus on what's important because the soundbite moralizing of, oh, if it's just when fucking, fucking Monte Cristo Christie comes out with, I'm not going to pay for mar- marijuana's going, I won't pay a bunch of people sitting around on a couch, like, like your fucking lazy ass right sorry i do not think chris christie has any position chris christie lecturing somebody on self-control is like that legitimate rape douchebag saying fucking anything yeah yeah i know what was that that congressman your body knows when it's a legitimate (laughs) rape and has a way like you just oh he's in monumental with kurt cameron oh fantastic um there is you have no moral ground on which to stand. No. You are full of shit. It just fucking how dare you? And but it is a pandering that happens. And this this movie in every way is basically this is why the system's fucked. Yeah. You know, you are treating symptoms and we are not treating the disease. And by the time Michael Douglas's character who's been given the power at the beginning to have the most ostensible sway over mm-hmm. what happens in this drug war. Yeah. Uh, finally realizes the only thing he can fix is his family. Yeah. So his arc by the end is, I need to focus on my daughter and my wife. Yeah. Or my yep. daughter, primarily. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. Yeah. And leave all this other shit behind. Yeah. And just focus on this. Yes. That's all you can do. Uh-huh. These wide sweeping, we'll, we'll enact this law, therefore X will happen. Yeah. And no. It fucking won't. thing. It doesn't no, it do anything. It's... <laughs> Why are why do your kids want to do drugs? Yeah. What what right. what is what is there? There's a hole there, obviously. Yeah. So what can we put in that hole to fill that void mm-hmm. before they decide to do drugs? Yeah. Does that mean they'll never try drugs? No. No. But give no. Them fucking options. Yeah. And there isn't. It's because it, it's treating a symptom. Yeah. It's treating the demand a symptom. Will never go away. The demand will never no, go away. No, it will not. Of voids in people's hearts mm-hmm. from here to. The moon and back. Yeah, I, there was a great episode of South Park that talked about addiction somewhere. There, he was talking to Satan about addiction, and he goes through the whole thing about dopamine and how mm. there are some people who can drink all the time, never get addicted, right. do drugs, never get. There's some people who do it once and that switch flips. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> one of the kids, go, well, someone said that I'm you know trying to fill a hole, and he goes, and the devil goes, yeah, who's not trying to fill a hole? <laughs> There, everyone's right. got one. Everybody's wounded yeah. in some way, sure. and we ignore that. We ignore that. You, are, oh my God, this guy has fucking malaria and shit. He's got the shivers. I put a blanket on him. <laughs> You're right. That is what fighting the supply side yeah. of drugs is, because as long as people know 
heroin, meth, cocaine are addictive, and if you keep doing them, odds are it's going to fucking ruin you. Yeah. Well, but I'm still going to do it. The, the fact that that yeah. still yes. happens. Yeah. Uh, duh. And you know what? You can be an addict for anything. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Gamblers. Hmm? Sex addicts, There's food a, addicts. Yeah. Fucking gaming addicts now. Yeah, yeah. there are people, like, yeah. there, there are things that flip a switch and go, you know, it, it is. one of the great lines from, uh, get me, get him to the creek. They were like, you can turn yoga into an addiction. Sure. And that was the main thing with that character. He was, no matter what, you went healthy, so, oh, up at 5 a.m. every day, everything is this kind of, you get obsessive with it. Yeah. And that, the, there are people with that in their personality. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. And some of the simpler ones are the worst. Food addiction, that's a motherfucker. Sure. Because food is awesome and it tastes great and it's free. No, it's not free. Hey, yeah. check your privilege. It's free. Yeah, you can get you it. the secret out. Yeah. You can get it everywhere. Yeah. Yes, you can. Everywhere. Everything, yeah. everywhere. And our country. Even in food deserts. I know. Our country. What? Has, yeah. Food desert translates to nobody buys them, so we don't sell them. Oh, I see. Um, Even though our country, with its fucking poisoned food supply, where eating healthy is really difficult, it's not that difficult. It's fucking frustrating, because this movie, I like it. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, shit, this nails what the real fucking issues are. Mm -hmm. It is not about, well, we got to get these addicts. Clayton Williams, I'm going to have them busting rocks. That'll help. So when they get out of prison from busting rocks, they're never going to want to do drugs again. No. Kind of fucking stupid backwards hillbilly nonsense. Are you wicked being... strong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still want to do. Drugs. Yeah, we're just going to piss people off. Then you're going to come out. You got well, great hand strength. Yeah, I'd like to get another job. Oh, you, you. It's going to be really hard because you're a convict. Oh well, how am I going to pay? Just don't know. I don't know. Good luck. Kind of. If only there was a way I could make a thousand dollars today without doing anything. Hmm. <clears throat> I'll pay you $1,000 to bust rocks. Yeah. Oh, problem Damn. solved. I'm qualified. There it is. Yeah, we... <sighs> Yikes. This is one of those where it is a, a, an insightful movie that addresses a problem the way I like to see it addressed. Yeah. We're not going to pretend like there is one easy switch that we can flip. Nothing gets solved. Yeah, and at the end, all that you've got... It ends with the only victory that this movie could end with, mm-hmm. and that is Del Toro sitting there with people watching kids play baseball. Yeah, that the girl, the rich girl, is at least making an honest attempt to ride her ship. Yeah. And the kids are safe playing baseball in Mexico. Mm-hmm. For, excuse me, that game. Yeah, that game is For safe. that moment. Yeah, for that moment. Right. For that moment, everything's okay. Right. But everything else is... It just keeps going. It just keeps going, and, you know, it's... One head's going to get lopped off, and another's going to pop up, and yeah. it's going to get worse and worse and worse, and... Uh, and actually, yeah, it's it's because we are in the affluenza country, the mm. affluenza world, where fucking come on, yeah, we're letting this happen. Where the mom? Did you hear the mom complaining about how it's it's just hard to sleep because the lights are always on. It's just too bright in jail. And the like, yeah, it's not a fucking resort. Good God, yeah, I mean. It's because we... He killed four people. He killed four people, yep. And Hope brought up something that was interesting, that the reason that they went the way they did, had he gone to jail, it would have been a juvenile thing, would have been wiped off. That's the thing where they put him on a probation 
that had crazy strict rules on it. Mm -hmm. And violating those then allows them to really bring the hammer down on him. Right. That's why they went that way. Because banking on him fucking up. Yeah. And boy, he he did. did. Yeah. Almost immediately. It's because he's a minor. So if they convicted, he would have gone as a minor. It would have been a very light penalty. And then it would have been done forever. Mm. Now, every time you fuck up, you're getting it. Yeah. And boom. Yeah. Beer pong almost immediately. Jesus. It's, it's. One where, again, that is an issue that was not as simple as it was painted to be. No. I just, I get frustrated with everything. <laughs> yes. Because we're better than this. Yeah, everybody is. But everything now, it's one of those when something is everywhere, it loses its value. Mm-hmm. And information and things like that has no value because we've got all this information, but we have no attention span because, oh, it's a list, it's clickbait. We read the title of this and that's all we get. Yeah. Like, even that thing I was telling you about with the guy trying to get the law about uh, recording cops. Right. The, the headlines on it were uh, Arizona to introduce law making it illegal to film police without their permission. <laughs> that's the headline where it says, one guy has introduced emotion. Right. That's going to die because it's directly contradicted by an existing Supreme Court ruling. Right. But whatever. Yet it gets turned into, oh. Let's look at that. Oh, yeah. See? Sure. Sure. Because that's where we are. That's who we are. That's what it is. Yeah. It's fun. Fucking maddening. But this movie really, the the fact that it does address it as, no, shit is, uh. Shit is complicated. Shit is broken, complicated. Uh huh. And we can't pretend that it's not if we actually want to fix it. And that's one of those things where, you know, all the politicians they showed at the beginning, I don't think they realized how that montage kind of made them all look. I don't. I, I think they were like, oh, we'll get to say our point in a big movie. It's like, yeah. yeah it makes a lot of sense. You'll get to say your shit in something that makes you look tone deaf and. Uh, oblivious to the nature of the actual problem. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. Dummies. Well done. Well done. Yeah. It's, ugh. Uh, that, is, that is just genuinely head-scratching because... Well done, Harry Reid and Orrin Hatch. Mm-hmm. Mm, every idiot there. Ugh, just, Pelosi was there, too. Yeah. 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 Oh. It just... Ugh. Well, uh. When you realize who they're working for, I think they're. I, I like the uh, the post that I see from Libertarian sites where it's like, yeah, we should just make our lawmakers dress like fucking NASCAR drivers, yeah, so that there's no question see all who's paying for it. Oh yeah, because all of them. It made uh, my recent trip to D.C. get bittersweet. Oh yeah, walking around and and being and and one time in awe. Excuse me, at the same time in awe of history. Uh huh. And at the very same time, right. weep for the present. Right. They yeah. have always been that way. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I know for a fact this is these what motherfuckers is. Yeah. are corrupt up to their eyes. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that this mm. history is important. Yeah. And I'm looking at both these things, and it made for strange filters oh, yeah. over my eyes. Oh, yeah. It was hard. There were a lot of times where I was just quiet. And Nicole mm. was like, oh, are you having a good time? Mm. Yes. Kind of. No, I was. Yeah, yeah. I did. I really did. Right. It's a great time, but at the same time, I even told her at one yeah. point we were looking over at the White House from the Washington Monument, uh-huh. and uh, she mentioned something about the presidential the presidential race, and I was like, it, it, and this makes everything a little bittersweet. Yeah. Because it's just. Yep. 
who who will get it over the most? Yeah, who get over the over the most people with their bullshit? Yeah, which which dildo are we going to be stuck with? Because all the all of them. eligible leaders in this country. Yeah, it may very well come down to Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. You should uh, probably demand more. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yes, we, we definitely should. So. Which, uh. But they'll make a good game and make you feel good. Yeah, it really Say will. Say the right thing. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually have a board game that we're going to have to play at some point. It's G. Gordon Liddy's Hardball Politics 96. Wow. Yeah. That's yes. all you have to hear. I got <laughs> it. I, I was dicking around on eBay once and I just stumbled on that. I was like, what? <laughs> I must own this now. It's on its way. Ha, 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 ha. I win. Anyway. God damn. Does that sum Don't every... do drugs. Yeah, don't do drugs. You know, I, I did have one ending that we were gonna, I was going to use here, but with this vibe, there really is only one ending song that sure. makes sense. So um, yeah. thank you for listening. <laughs> um, hope you enjoyed it. Please check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com, www.thelifemasters.podbean.com. Email us at the film thugs at gmail.com we are on facebook and twitter at both the film thugs and the life masters you can call us at 512-666-RANT or on skype at the underscore film underscore thugs uh we have sponsors and shit you can get through our website so do that uh otherwise join us next week for a much more positive note (laughs) when we look at the royal motherfucking tannenbaums so in- Damn, son, you just hit with the wow effect. Uh, so until next week. Actually, no, we're going to go. There we go. Let, let that play it out. Not the whole thing. But no. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Not bullshitting yourself makes the world a fucking horrible place to be, doesn't it? I want to care, I really do, but these motherfuckers make it so hard, and they're all so dumb, on both sides. This is just the slow, sexy version of the song from the opening. Ready? This is, this is Bearskin Rug, love making music. These nuts. Bearskin rug by a fire with a chilled silver bucket of champagne. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Uh. Raging Libertarian Podcast. We'll be back next week. (laughs) I wonder if people listen to this point. I don't know. Let's see. see. Hopefully they'll rate and review us on iTunes if they do. Yeah, really. Knowledge. Fuck that guy.